welcome back to the spice rack today i gabby am going to be reviewing delay of game by jade dalston i don't want to pronounce it wrong it's spelled d-o-l-l-s-t-o-n so i don't know if it's dalston or dalston but uh, i digress this oh before i say anything else disclaimer this episode will include explicit content i'm just going to tell you right now it's not a may it's a will uh and it will contain spoilers because i'm going off so proceed at your own caution if you want to read this book maybe don't listen to this episode first and if you don't want to hear us talk about coochies what are you doing here (laughs) we're all about the coochies around here (laughs) yeah i do love a good coochie me too who doesn't okay slick folds slick oh wait for it wait for it (laughs) i have a note here that is just for you you mean vaginal region her sex yeah (laughs) so let me (laughs) the list goes on let's just jump all right uh this book is about hold on let me read you the back of the book because i have it right here blair atwood has it all a promising career as a doctor a boyfriend named axel who has just been drafted into the nfl and a little surprise that would be arriving in a few months Now all she has to do is tell Axel. She's sure he'll be nervous, but he'll be excited too. Won't he? Five years later. Axel Broxton is at... Axel Broxton. What a name, right? Is at the top of his career and women fall into his bed with a mere crook of his finger. What more could he want? Besides her. The woman he'd let slip away. Even five years later, he cringed at the way he'd treated her that night. When he'd gone back to apologize the next day, she was gone, vanished without a trace. His heart never fully recovered, and regret ate at him every single day at the thought of what might have been. Until one night, he meets one of the new team doctors, a brilliant surgical resident who he knows all too well, the woman he's never gotten over. Then he meets her daughter, Carrie. Dark, curly hair, adorable dimples, sapphire blue eyes. His eyes his daughter so yikes there's the back of the book okay uh i will say that this is a little inaccurate from what i remember the book being because i don't i i don't know i don't know it's it's uh it this book is a whirlwind okay so it starts out five years ago where Blair finds out that she's pregnant. She wants to tell her boyfriend, Axel, who plays college football and is um, going to be uh, playing in the NFL. She is moving to Boston with him to go to medical school to be a doctor. Apparently, she's brilliant. She has a 4.0. She got a perfect score on the GSAT, the SAT, whatever it is. I forget. MCAT, I don't know. And she finds out that she's pregnant. She tells Axel. Axel's excuse for doing this is that he was with his dad for dinner right before he came to her apartment. And his dad calls Blair a gold digger because Axel's family is well to do and he's going to be joining the NFL. He comes home, Blair tells him that she's pregnant, and he's like, oh, I knew that you were like this. You got pregnant so that you could get my money, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you're the one who put your penis in me. (laughs) Like, it takes two to tango, my guy. I didn't just come up with this out of thin air. Anyway, I digress. 
I'm going to be digressing a lot here because I'm going to get on tangents and lose it. First thing, during these this flashback, this man says, I want to dip my wick in your sweet little candle holder. Wow. When I tell you, <laughs> I was clutching my pearls. <laughs> like a he debutante in the deep south, I was clutching my pearls. <laughs> dip my wick in your sweet little candle holder? What do you mean? Wait a minute. Is it a wood wick, though? Obviously. <laughs> Hardwood? <It's right>. Hardwood? <laughs> Not a brick? Yeah. So, um, were, how long were they together? They had been together for two years at this point. Then, oh, and all of a sudden, she's a gold digger after all two of years? a sudden, all of a sudden, and he which, believed his dad. Right. Come right. On. Right. Okay. And like it, it she. <sighs> They're getting ready to leave the next day to move to Boston. So he leaves and she's like, well, fuck you. So she packs up her stuff, calls her brother, who's a Navy SEAL, and is like, hey, I need you to come get me. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm going to rip this dude's fucking face off. Of course. Being, you know, the the person that he is. Um, and she goes with him to California instead of going to Boston, leaves a box of her things at the apartment. Axel comes back the next day feeling so bad about all the things that he said because his dad is so mean and his dad just convinced him that she was a gold digger. Anyway, so he finds the box of stuff. And he's like, oh, I was going to propose to her today. What? No, whatever. And he calls her. She Delusional. had gotten sick the night before and dropped her phone in the toilet in vomit. So she got a new phone. And when she went to get a new phone with her brother, she was like, I just want to start fresh. You can wipe my contacts, whatever. New phone, new phone number. Yeah. New phone, who type energy. So he tries to call her and the phone isn't going through. He calls her brother and her brother's like. She doesn't want to talk to you. And he's like, well, I want to figure it out. And he's like, well, it's it's already done. Like, she does not want to talk to you. And the way that her brother phrases it makes Axel think that she got an abortion. And so, she, so she's no longer pregnant. Fast forward five years. Axel does not realize that she has a child because she's across the country. She moves back to houston axel also moves to houston because he got drafted maybe i'm thinking about dallas whatever it doesn't matter um axel moved there because he got drafted to the football team there so now they're both in the same city they go to dinner one night like this big fancy dinner because blair's a doctor and they meet up they like he's like oh my god you're the one that got away i'm not gonna give up this chance again whatever he starts talking to her. He find he sees her again at the grocery store later and she has her kid with her. And he's like, "Oh, who's this?" And she's like, "This is Carrie." And he's like, "She has my eyes. That's my baby." And she's like, "Yeah, it's your baby. How did you not know?" And he's like, "I thought you got rid of the baby." And she's like, "You're an idiot." Um yeah, well we found that out real quick. Right. Well, and then, okay, so she's married now. She's married to this guy named Evan, who is also super well-to-do, takes care of Carrie. Carrie has his last name, all that fun stuff. Axel's like, 
I've loved you for the past five years. I want to get back together. He like seduces her and they like start kissing when she's at his apartment one day. And he's like, wait, you have a husband. And she's like, no, my husband's gay. We got married for appearances. Wow. That's a (laughs) Okay. Wow. You're telling me it's 2022? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so his, he can't uh, just be a fabulous gay man, right? Come well, on. Evan's dad is homophobic and won't give Evan his company if he doesn't get married. So oh. Blair also needs someone to help her take care of Carrie. So they get married, and that's that. So she's like, "My husband's gay," and he's like, "Whoa, okay, let me get it in." Then you haven't had it for a while, then. She has not had sex since they broke up. No. He has had sex with everyone. But here's the thing. And this is what cracks me up. He tells her that he could only have sex from behind because he couldn't stop thinking about her face if he was looking at them. Oh, my God. I know. Okay. Okay. I know. Um, And of course, he has a monster dick, right? Like, who doesn't at this point? There's many fictional men <laughs> that walk around this world with um these erroneous enormous dicks. Large. And like she has to she looks the elephant the in the room. The <laughs> elephant dick in the room. Yeah. She looks at him the wrong way and he's immediately bricked up. Yeah. And that you to can't me hide is you cannot hide. Um, you can't it's, hide it. Okay, at one point in the book, he has pajama pants on and the tip is sticking out of the top of them because <gasps> it's so big. Okay, but anyway. Does he have a wait, short wait. torso? I, he's like 6'5", I guess. Are I don't know. They, they were they just like pants. There's so many, so many questions. Yeah, I, okay. Um, Was he sagging? Because that doesn't mean... I don't know. I don't know. You're asking me all these questions. I don't know. It just said sweatpants. The description did not go any further. Yeah. Wow. So missed opportunity. Gosh, what was the what was I gonna say? It doesn't matter. Uh they refer to the woman's parts as slick folds and mm-hmm. her sex all the time. So I made a note and I said slick folds sex. Delia's gonna hate this. Oh uh <laughs> thanks for thinking about me in the middle I of the I also wrote scenes. uh can one man have an average dick, please? <laughs> no this the one is no just one can we get okay one uh, normal so one? so here's the thing about this book i it, there are there are things in this book that i feel like some people really really enjoy and it's things that um i typically do not enjoy so like the the kink or the um fantasy in this book is like hyper masculine athlete right mm-hmm. like he's just always thinking about sex he's like always talking about sex and he's just this like like no i don't want to take or like i'm going to take my daughter shopping but i don't know what what a casual pair of shoes looks like for a little girl oh God. i don't know it's it's like it, he's he's so masculine that he doesn't know anything about femininity whatsoever and it's like i okay like i get it there are people that are into that for me it was like oh my god this guy i can't you know be really way hotter you knowing how to take care of your own freaking daughter that's oh 
way hotter than some alpha male in my oh. opinion. And who like, so you can like use your eyes and all of a sudden it takes, it makes you effeminate. Right. Literally. Uh, like you literally can, just, can pick between I two know. things and all of a sudden you're more woman than man. Like, what are we trying to say about masculinity? I, I know it's it, that for me was like, Oh, I don't. Okay. I liked the female character. I thought the like premise of the book was like, okay i thought it was fun and they got into fights like all the time mm-hmm. because of Not miscommunication great. okay so it's like if you're gonna miscommunicate about something why are you fighting like if it obviously you haven't gotten everything across that you needed to get across so just right. communicate with each other and this would save half the issues like she they get into a fight because so her Navy SEAL brother has like 10 friends and they all live together, which is a whole other thing. She goes out to dinner with one of his friends and Axel finds out and he's like, oh, uh, Carrie said that you guys like kissed each other. And she's like, what? It, you're you're mad at me because of something a four year old said? Yeah, that's I don't get it. And he's pissed. And he's like, I don't want to I don't know if I can do this. And they do this at least five or six times i literally wrote the Katy perry lyrics you're hot then you're cold you're yes then you're no like it was (laughs) it was that it was Katy perry's hot and cold they were they would break up and then they would get back together and then they would break up and they would get back together so you're telling me that she is the one he couldn't even look at a woman in the face while he was screwing her one and he's willing to give it up for tiny little high school things like it, it feels like yeah they're still 18 mm. so so he didn't grow out of his like immaturity there right and mm. all this time they're just having sex like every time they see each other right it's like yeah we 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 have to have sex we're so magnetized to each other that if i see this man it's going in then so there's so here and here's the other thing there's so many different types of scenes that happen but they happen in like a page and a half and you guys know that bothers me Mm -hmm. i want if you're gonna put a sex scene in a book make it a chapter long dear god i want to read about it i want to hear about it from start to finish i want to hear about when your peach fuzz on the top of your lip touched his peach fuzz on the top of his lip to the very end (laughs) I want to hear about the way that it feels when he slips his pee-pee out and then he's got to walk away and clean up after himself. I want to hear it all. (laughs) If anyone could see the way Gabby is currently hands in the air, looking to God, like, please, God, please bring this to me. I'm begging you. It's all I want. It's all I want. But see, here's the thing. I grew up my entire life reading fan fiction, right? So for me, these people are not putting in the fluff. They're skipping it all. They're writing smut for days, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm used to. I'm used to reading, like, I'm I'm hitting chapter to chapter to chapter on s- purely smut. It's so a tutorial. For, okay, it's yeah. It's a handbook. <laughs> right. What this book felt like for me was someone who wanted to write fan fiction about an athlete and just change the names and self-inserted. Okay. Which cool. Like if you want to read that, totally fine. Um, 
I am here for it, whatever, if that's your thing. For me, I could have used more descriptive spicy scenes, but there are so many. There's Mm -hmm. so many, like you could have consolidated and made one really good sex scene out of three. Because like, there's a time where um, they do it on the couch. There's a time where they do it in a closet. There's a time where she like gives him a blowjob and he's like ramming it in, dude. And she's like, I haven't, I haven't done anything in five years, but his cock just slides right down my throat. Absolutely not. (laughs) With what? With (laughs) what energy? Like, I don't get it. It seems like they're having a bunch of quickies. Right. And here's the other thing. Okay. We all know how difficult it is to bring a woman to orgasm. This man touches her clitoris and she's like, I'm coming. (laughs) That's not how this works. That's how it worked for me when I was 16 and I was trying to fake it with my high school boyfriend. That's not how it works in real adult life. Okay. Certainly not after you've had a child either. Let's be clear. Things change up. Thank you. Things change up. Perspective, but I appreciate that. (laughs) Wow. So drive through. What? I said drive through. You know, like you go to the drive through and they're like, you pay at the window and they're like, go ahead, go to the next window. It's like, here's your food. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, on. Um. (laughs) Go ahead, on, sweetie. (laughs) And then, like, here's your food and the out. You're done. That's yeah. That's how it felt. Okay. You pay. You Um, get your food. You leave. Yeah. You leave. Oh, there's a time where uh, they're they're having sex and she's in reverse cowgirl and he just sticks a finger up her butt. No. Oh, instantly no. Yeah. All the way up. And then all the way up. It wasn't even just like a little, like a little. Yeah. And then he's like like, two. No. No. And then he's like three. No. And I'm like, Paul, (laughs) what are you talking about? And she's just like, I feel a finger up there. That's not how this works. You're telling me you're not having a panic attack about him having doo-doo on his finger? She didn't prepare for this at all. Also, you've done nothing. You've done nothing for five years. And then all of a sudden, three digits in your bum hole. And you're like, this is fine. That's not nothing wrong here. We're good. I don't think she's ever had anal. Okay. Which is a whole other thing. And then she's Uh, like a doctor, but she's, it's like, she's scared of having anal, but it's like, if you were a doctor, don't you think you would have a little bit more understanding of how that works? Or would that understanding make you more fearful? (laughs) You know, when you know too much yeah, about something worse, like, wait a minute, elephant dick in my booty hole. Right. (laughs) Oh, there's a lot that could go wrong. Here's the other thing. Every other one of these sex scenes is like they have sex, then they like take a literally two minute break. Oh, oh and no! Immediately hard again, and just going ham. Okay, so it, then there's another scene where go ahead. It it doesn't work that way. I want yeah, I want to know if any of us have ever seen that happen. Never in real life, not even yeah. once. IRL. Two, like minute, two minutes a two minute break like like literally out. not even enough for a sandwich i'm not for talking a, about like for a drink of water right we got done and then like i literally wiped off and you ready again anyone ready i'm not ready 
I'll be honest. I mean, I've, ne- I've never. I mean, I've never. That's never Rinse, like, idea. yeah. Well, like once or twice. Flicks. I was like, trying to stay quiet. Turns, like literally turns over and then turns back over. Like this. Well, I mean, a couple of minutes, like but like a couple of minutes. A couple of, not a figurative couple. I'm talking like, about a, a literal couple of minutes. A hundred and twenty Like seconds. you take one, one rubber off and then just drop another one on. After you've both come. Oh, right, right. We have to throw that in. Because um, <laughs> you have come to completion. He cannot leave you. And he, you're done. He done. And then he like, whoop, and then you bet. I don't know why the, that was the sounds I made. but Yeah, what well, was that? Mm, anyway. That was the, whoop. Moving on. Anyways. Moving on. So after the finger in the butt, they take a couple minutes break. And then he's like, I'm ready to go full in there. At least in I think butt? that's how it happened. I think this was right after. There were so many that I'm having a difficult time remembering. My so goodness. I said, uh, so I, the two notes are right after each other. So first is he just going to stick a fingy up there and you're not going to notice. I don't know. <laughs> And then the next, the next comment I have is, uh, anal with a huge pee pee. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm your notes. That they haven't. <laughs> Fingy pee pee in the doodle hole. In the doodle hole. I love how I- this is our notes for spicy <laughs> podcasts. We're talking about dicks and cocks and like cunts, and we're like, uh. Fingy. Also, doo doo fingies, caca. <laughs> I have almost pussy a on here caca. Too. <laughs> You're like, let me uh-huh. let me rectify. I do have pussy on. <laughs> it's coochie. Uh, um, oh my god! So I, it makes me think that these happen right after each other. He's like, um, okay, I'm ready. Get on your hands and knees on the bed in front of me, and she's like, I'm scared. And he's like, oh, you're scared? Why don't you just sit on my lap instead? Sir, that's not what I meant. I meant I don't want to do this. <laughs> I meant almost no means no, but I'm not going right. to say Right. Anyway, so she's like, okay, I'll sit on your lap. This dude's got like the probably the size of my microphone type cock. Okay. Oh, it no. feels like, right? Like when they describe this, I'm thinking like, okay, let me consider all of the members that I've encountered in my life and I'm like okay now times that by twice in length and twice in girth that's what I'm thinking when they talk about this right like if they're talking about a huge penis I'm like let me double the size of everyone that I've encountered one of those long camera lenses right and she's like he hits my g-spot every time And also my intestinal wall. Yeah, like, so. It's so fun. She sits on his lap, okay? And she's like, I don't remember if there's, uh, there is lube. He's put a bunch on the penis. And she sits on it and just the head goes in. But then they describe it as passing her initial, her first band of muscles. And I'm like. I don't, that takes me out. Okay. As someone who has hemorrhoids, um, I don't, (laughs) I don't want to be reminded as a victim of hemorrhoids, as somebody personally victimized by hemorrhoids, I've been personally victimized. 
that's probably what this woman is scared of to be real that or like a fisher oh. a fisher yeah okay like i i don't know i feel like this is the um the the poster child uh, sex scene that would prevent someone from wanting to have anal sex. Okay. So she's like, I, I get the head in and then I sit down an inch further. So I'm thinking like, like in, in my mind, how is she doing this? Right? Like, is she in like a frog position? Just like sitting. Oh. I w- how is she holding herself up? Is she on her knees? A deep squat. Yeah, I would assume a deep squat because on your knees, the the angle hip doesn't seem like you'd have to be really like. Are you holding on to the headboard and deep squatting on it? Like my my knees don't do that. He's she's facing him. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So like she and then she's like she's like an inch at a time, and then like once she gets balls deep. Which she also talks about that her butt cheeks hit his like massive sack. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> that happens. He's just like, okay, it's time. Oh, ramming it in. And it's like, whoa. This sounds terrifying. This, I would, I, yeah. And it's like, it, it, okay, here's the other thing. It happens so fast. And she's like, he's got his pee pee in there. And then he's like, touching my clit and it's like two seconds and she's gone she's having an orgasm this man is literally rearranging her guts and a little entire intestinal system yeah yeah a little bit of clit play and she's like beep he booped her clit (laughs) and she's like okay this is it i'm good now here i go just crashing over the edge yeah so (laughs) (laughs) and it's like um i so yeah that happens now in regards to the plot everything kind of wraps up really nicely into a little bow like halfway through the book and then they start to break up and get back together like through the rest of the book um carrie's kind of in the middle of all of it because axel wants to be involved with his daughter and also like evan considers her his daughter because he's had it that's what she's been for the past five years so blair and axel end up okay it all perfectly happens that evan ends up getting back together with his ex and he's like blair i want to get a divorce at the same time that she's like me and axel are getting back together i want to get a divorce like it's it's things like this don't happen but whatever like very fairy tale Right. So they get a divorce in like five minutes and Evan's like, I want to pay for everything for Carrie, et cetera, et cetera. Axel's like, you need to move in with me. They move in together. Here's like maybe the last, the, the last quarter of the book, Axel's only serious girlfriend from the time that he and Blair were broken up shows up and she's like, she does. I'm pregnant. And he's this like, man. the disappointment I have right now. He is shocked and appalled. Okay. And he's a complete idiot because he takes everything that she says at face value. Oh no. She's like, um, I'm seven months pregnant when she barely has a bump. And it's been seven months since they were last together. 
she calls him one night and she's like, I'm spotting, like I need to go to the emergency room. Meanwhile, this is right at the moment that he and Blair are having sex. So he has to step away, go take Pull care out. of her. Then there's a time where she gives him a blowjob and he then wants to return the favor. And literally the second he gets down there, the ex-girlfriend calls. And he's got to answer it. He's got to answer it and he's got to go. He got to go. Then there's another time where she calls him and she's like, Axel, I think my water broke. And Blair's like listening to the phone call and she's like, she's seven months pregnant. Like this doesn't happen. He pulls up to the doctor. They're like out on a nice romantic evening and she calls him and he completely steps away to go take care of this other woman's child. And the doctor's like, yeah, she's like four months along. And he's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? She's four months along. So he's, he's bought her an apartment. He's put her up in a hotel room when she came down to visit He's been paying for all of this furniture for this baby. He got her a five-bedroom apartment. It's like this whole thing. And it's like, you didn't think to check. You've been to the emergency room. Right. So Blair's like, this is another one of those things that they break up and get back together over. Obviously, yeah. So then they get back together. And there's a time where like, oh, this was when the girlfriend called and was like, hey, uh, my, my water just broke. He takes Blair out to dinner. She takes her panties off because her panties get so incredibly wet every time he looks at her that she's like, I can no longer wear these. She's got backups. She has to have backups. Right. So she takes them off and she's like, oh, my panties were too wet. He he can't go to dinner in these. I'm just not going to wear any. He takes them, sniffs them and puts them in his jacket pocket. No. Go to dinner. A pocket square? Yes. Well, I don't think he like, I don't think he does it that way. They're at dinner. They order food. He turns to the side in this restaurant. Pulls the panties out. He pulls the panties out? Yep. In the middle of a public place and smells them. I was like, "Mm, this is, this is the definition of hyper-masculinity to me, right? Like, like normal people don't do this. This is like. A, a person's like fantasy of what a, a man who is aroused by women should look like and i'm like okay fair enough like if this is what you want that's cool like the the panties in the in the pocket okay like but sniffing them but in public pull, just like pulling them out like no big and like mm-hmm. sniffing them at a restaurant that this is a uh, wendy's <laughs> Go to the next window. <laughs> Pull it to the next window, please. Come on through. Like... <laughs> uh, okay, on. so um, to wrap it up on the plot, uh, they, they okay, Evan and Blair get divorced. Carrie finds out that Axel is her dad. She loves him. Blair and Axel obviously get together. Then in the epilogue, they have had triplets and have another new baby now and they live in a house and you know evan and his ex are there all the time carrie's brother's there all the time all of his friends are there all the time it's like this perfect little like wrap-up fairy tale ending right cool 
then at the back of the book, she says that she's her future books are going to be about all of the Navy SEAL guys that have been mentioned in this book, which I was like, if she doesn't plan to write a series about each of these individual men, I will be shocked because in the book, she goes into such intense detail about each of them. And like, I am truly interested in some of those guys, but this guy, Axel is, and in his brother's own words, a cock Muppet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great one. I'm stealing. I might start using that. You absolute cock Muppet. Wow. That just Listen. seems so. Yeah. I like it's, it's, yeah. That's a low blow and I'm here for it. Wow. So, uh, th- at the end of the day, I think this book, I don't even think I said this at the beginning. I think this book was like a three on the scale of peppers, not because it wasn't, uh, like kinky or spicy, but because the spicy scenes were so short. It wasn't like illicit affairs where it was like, pages and pages of it um it it was it was shorter and it was um the the language that was used to describe it was pretty straightforward um in terms of recommendations if you like books about athletes or if you like books about hyper masculine dudes if you like pregnancy tropes, if you like kids being in the picture, and if you like everything being tied up in a pretty little fairy tale bow, this book is for you. After so many on again, off agains. Yeah. 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 Second chance at love trope. That's in there. 20th too, chance at love trope. Yeah. 22nd chance at love. Yeah. Yeah. It's all of those things. Um, I will say that this book was recommended to us by the author. And so I want to thank her for commenting on our post and letting us yes. know that she uh, had this is her debut novel. So uh, thank you for suggesting it. Um, I hope that you don't feel like I roasted it too much. Um, I did. I, while I was reading it, I was like, this is a fun like this is something that is a quick read for someone who likes smutty things and like just wants to have fun reading a would I have picked this book up this off the shelf by myself no there's a dude with like a six pack of abs on the cover (laughs) this is not but this is what the podcast is about right like we're reading books that are out of our comfort zone and uh reviewing them and telling our true thoughts about this so this is my honest review of this book and again, thank you so much to the author for suggesting it. Um, yeah. And also, I think I would be interested in reading further stories about the military guys. I want to read that the Navy SEALs guys' stories. And I wouldn't That's have known. That's what I want to read. Um, it, that, to me, seems more like roman- r- romance books. Um, like, this feels like a setup for the, for the spike. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like the Navy SEAL books are going to be the spike. And yeah, I, I would definitely. I want to. I want to read some of those. So, can't wait till those come out. I just didn't like Axel because he was kind of a butthead. But these guys are cool. But the thing about it is, if you like, the character has to be pretty well written. If you genuinely don't like it, mm. you know what I mean. So, like, mm-hmm. it, if it wasn't well well written, you'd have a meh about it. But it was it was well written enough for you to be like, I do not like this character. Yeah, not like it. so it's because he's a butthead. Period. Yeah. You know, I would hope that the author would agree with me. Jade, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> let us know in the comments. Let me know if you think <laughs> Axel's a butthead. 
<laughs> and if you based them off of something that you know in your life and you love, I apologize, but they're buttheads. Yeah. <laughs> they're acting like that. So that is my review of Delay of Game by Jade Dalston. Hopefully I'm still pronouncing her last name okay. Um, if you have book recommendations or if you have written a book that you would like for us to read that is spicy and smutty and gross and disgusting, but like We're in a hot way, it. we want to read it. <laughs> but only if it's in the hot way. Right. Only in a hot way. Um, let us know. I did just create a Google form that uh, is linked in our bio for you to fill out if you have a book recommendation or if you are an author that would like to hear an honest review of your book. So I say that to say thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you had a good time. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you for the next one. Bye. Bye.